It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like Thursday nights. PopBillyGamers.com. Yeah. Single time that we come through, it's the Pop Belly Gamers. We got it on lock. This the podcast. We will never stop. This the Pop Belly Gamers. It's the Pop Belly Gamers. It's the Pop Belly Gamers. Hey, hello, hey. This is the Pop Belly Gamers Companion Podcast for the week of August fourth, two thousand seventeen. This is episode number ninety-eight on our road to one hundred. And we are coming to you live on the All Games Radio Network. Uh, we are live every Friday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you want to chat, interact with us on the show, you can by joining the live chat at allgames.com forward slash live. Uh, the live chat is always lit, as the young people say. So even if there's no live show, there's always someone there to talk about stuff. I'm your host, Yasaraja, a.k.a. Icon Boy on Xbox Live and PlayStation Nation. And I've also started playing uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. So please add me on Steam. My username is IconBoy, or IC0NBOY. I'm not sure. And it hasn't been confirmed uh, because no one ever adds me. So add me. I'm very lonely. And I have a fragile ego. It's on the, it's on the brink of falling apart. Anyways, uh, we've got a packed show for you today. Lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, so who's here with me? That's right, no one's here today. So um, we're going to have another uh, PBG podcast, um, just like DPL, just like Derek. Who uh, Actually, you know what, maybe I'll set up... You know, people can't call in because we don't have Skype set up. I, you have to. It's a whole bunch of. It's a whole bunch of settings with virtual, virtual audio cables and whatnot. But maybe, maybe I can kind of uh, put something together real quick and we can test it. Maybe if I can just open up Skype and just keep it, leave it running on the phone. And so, if anybody wants to call in, hold on. Let me open up Skype real quick on my phone. I don't know if it'll work. I have no idea. So, oh man, did Skype just recently update? I don't recognize it at all. Oh, go away. Uh, how do I get rid of this color your world crap? Close, close. I don't care about this. Yes. Okay, go away now. Swipe me up. Well done. Okay, now go away. Oh, God, finally. Okay, uh, so I'm going to go to my... How do I know what my username is so I can tell people my username so they can call me? Icon Boy. So if you have Skype, uh, give us a call. My name is Icon Boy or IconBoy23 on Skype. <clears throat> um, Leafs is 6, a.k.a. Glenn. He's on assignment. He's in the field somewhere. 
you know, getting interviews, reviewing various things to review. Um, Ernest and uh, Brian are not here either. I think Brian might show up, but here's the thing. Like, usually um, I, you know, I'll give Brian a call, you know, sometime during the day. And I'll be like, hey, buddy, you coming by? You going to come down to the podcast today? And, of course, the answer is always yes. I don't know why I have to call this guy. Um, but I call him uh, just because I, I want to talk to somebody, right? I'm lonely. So I call him up, and I'm like, you going to come? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. Last week, uh, it was a little bit of, uh, like, you know, pulling teeth. Because he was like, oh, I'm really tired from work. I don't want to come. And I guilted him into it. I said, there's no podcast without you. People tune in. For the anime hour, they tune in for Brian Austin and his and his swearing. Anyways, lots of excitement this week. Uh, new equipment came in, lighting. Uh, if you go to our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash gamers, PBG, all one word, you will see our uh, weekly comic book video that we do. It's called hashtag pull this. And uh, we just got new lights, so it looks very professional. Um, I had Glenn come in and, uh, you know, he, yeah, that's right. We put a lot of effort into this. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Tiger Claw's uh, telling me in the chat, here's something. Apparently there's going to be a Karate Kid sequel TV series. Yes. Guess what? It's part of the news. I'm very excited. Although it sounds like it's going to be a comedy, so they could really screw this up. Um, yeah, Leafs and Six is saying, I think YouTube Red is only in America. You're right. YouTube Red is only in America. I think it's a good deal because with YouTube Red, you pay $9.99 a month and you get um, ad-free YouTube, which for me is huge uh, because on PC, it's very easy to avoid ads uh, on YouTube. You just install one of many Chrome extensions. Give me a second. I'm going to have a little swig of my energy drink. Mm. Oh, that's good aspartame. That's good taurine. Mm. I can feel myself waking up. Oh. That's right. I love aspartame. I love it. Uh, it's not good for your health, though, you know? So you shouldn't be having it. It's not good. Anyways, <clears throat> you can install, like, an extension through Chrome on your PC. And, you know, I've, I can't remember the last time I saw an ad in the PC. But the problem is I spend most of my time, you know, lying on my couch and watching YouTube on the Xbox. Um, so <laughs> my friend was making fun. He came by the other day and we were like, Hey, you know, what? I haven't seen this guy in a long time. So we sat and we, uh, we ate some pizza and we were watching YouTube on the Xbox. And you know, like when you do a search on YouTube, you got to use a controller and, you know, go to each letter. It takes forever to spell out. And we had to sit through all these ads. Like every other video was like a 30 second ad, which was really super annoying. Um, so if you have YouTube red, you don't get ads, which is awesome. Um, uh, not only that, but I think you also get Google play music unlimited music per month so that's why i think it's such a great deal um <clears throat> you know tired claw is pointing out that uh, he gets ad free youtube using ad block yeah yeah that's right uh but there's no ad block on xbox unless you can enlighten me maybe there is i don't know i don't think so though yeah that seems like it wouldn't happen um so yeah only in america just too bad because i would definitely sign up for youtube red or would i i feel like there's so many services now that we have to pay for on a monthly basis the alternative would suck too because I think originally, you know, everybody would spend 50, 60, 70, 80 dollars a month for cable, for cable packages. And not bad at bad an eye because you're like, "Oh, you know, I guess that's the price and it is what it is, right?" But if you are like me, 
<clears throat> and you are paying like $80 for a cable package, only watching like three channels, one of which is HBO, and one of which you're only watching on Sundays for Game of Thrones. We'll talk about that later. It seems like a real ripoff. <clears throat> so I would rather pay the $10 a month for, you know, um, just that channel. But now I find myself like, you know, Xbox Live, I pay yearly, but if you broke it down, it's about, what, like $5 a month, right? I have a gym membership that's $10 a month. Um, you know, you're paying for, uh, like some kind of music service, like Spotify or whatever, that's $10 a month. If you have audible, that's five, $5 a month. So all these tiny services slowly start adding up. And you know what? As I'm saying this, as the words are coming out of my mouth, I'm realizing it's still a better deal now than what it used to be with these conglomerates kind of, you know, controlling everything, you know, it's like I'm talking to someone in the room. This is really weird. Can you guys hear me? I guess you can, or else you wouldn't have responded in the chat. Uh, so I just came back from helping my friend get a brand new TV. I'm very jealous. Um, he got this uh, TV called the Samsung. It's a 55-inch KS8000 or some crazy, crazy TV. Uh, you know, it's got all the bells and whistles. 4K, 240 motion hertz, which I really love. And, uh, yeah. All the stuff. It's uh, and he got it at a really good price. It was open box, um, so we got it for a thousand dollars. I think normally it's like seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars before tax. So it was a crazy good deal. But we bought it for some crazy, you know, shady appliances slash electronics place. And when I went in there, you know, that place just it it seemed really shady. Like half the boxes were all strewn all over the place. And, uh, you know, everything was open. This was an open box, by the way. So it didn't say refurbished on there. I think it's just open box. Yes, Tiger Cloud, 4K TV. It's a beautiful TV. I was really jealous, 55-inch. Um, so uh, he had a le he left uh, to... Um, he left to uh, uh, get the money. He had to go get the money. Because they gave him some kind of deal if you pay cash, like most places, most shady places. No, you know what? Just like most reputable places, um, excuse me, just like most reputable places, you, you don't pay tax if you pay cash. And there's tons of signs that says no returns, no exchange. So I was like, ah, oh, nobody. But he assured me that this thing has like a, at least a, a year warranty and like within the first 30 days you can return it. And even that guy reiterated what he said. So I was like, okay, cool. Uh, and he went to the he went to the bank to go get the money, and uh, you know I was just, I was just standing there alone, and these guys were like there are other customers that would walk in, and I guess like I'm a brown dude and they're brown dude, so maybe they thought that I didn't know uh, their native tongue, but uh, they were shit talking a lot of the customers, so and I really wanted to call them out on it, but I felt like I didn't want to interfere. We're so close, we're on the cusp of this deal, I didn't want to do anything to. The brand is a Samsung KS8000. <clears throat> it's definitely a... It, Leafs and Six is saying it could be a display model that Best Buy sell off at a super cheap rate to make way for 2017 models. Possibly. Possibly. Um, so they're talk, shit-talking shit these guys, and uh, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to mess up my, the deal for my friend. Anyways, I was walking around. They had a section for games... I was like, oh, man, you know what? I'm going to go over there and see if they got any cheap Xbox games. Nope, they had Xbox 360 games and original Xbox games, OG Xbox. 
Um, and I didn't want none of that. So, but I was tempted because it had Spider-Man three uh, for Xbox three sixty. But I didn't know which one was the best Spider-Man because I remember at one point doing some research <clears throat> and uh, trying to get the best Spider-Man, which I think is Spider-Man two, the best open world Spider-Man. I know Spider-Man uh, Dimensions is highly praised, uh, but um, uh, I don't know if that's open open world. I think it's like a linear game, like a linear storyline. Um, ah, I put that on silent. Come on. Come on. I thought I put it on silent. So, uh... Yeah, my friend came back, and then we uh, we moved the TV. I was driving back home. or I was driving to his place. He drives a motorcycle, and that's why he needed help with the TV. Um, and I have my CRV, so it fit easily in the back of the CRV. And I was driving home, and of course, my you know, I'm stressing out a little bit because it's an hour before the show starts. It's heavy traffic. It's pouring rain. And my wife calls and she's like, "Can you pick up a couple of things from the uh, supermarket?" And I'm like, oh, you can hear in my voice. I'm like, oh. you know, when I don't want to do something, I'm like, oh. like, uh, uh. I do one of those. Uh. I also, that's what it sound like when I climax. Uh. Uh, there you go. Done. Oh, almost there. Almost there. Uh, there you go. Um, and she was like, can you pick up some uh, butter chicken uh, paste? Like this like pre-made stuff in a jar. And some yogurt. I was like, all right, fine. So I was nervous because I ran into the store and this like $1,000 TV is in the back of my car. And my friend took off. He went to his place and was waiting there for me. So I was like, should I call him? Should I not? Anyways, it's not important to the story. Uh, I got that stuff done. And then she calls me. She knows that I'm pressed for time. She knows that there's traffic. She knows I still have to drop off this TV at my friend's house. She knows all this. And she's like, uh, can you buy me a, a, a coffee uh, with a peanut butter cookie? <sighs> I'm like, okay, fine. So I get everything done and I come home. And I got like maybe 20 minutes until the show starts. You know, it's a good thing I had some foresight today. I knew that it was going to be a busy day. I had a ton of other errands to run. So I actually set up the podcast in the morning, made all my notes, all the news, all this behind-the-scenes stuff takes about an hour to do, maybe more, sometimes two hours for all the people out there just to guilt the other PBG guys. It takes me a long time to set things up and also to take it apart, put it away. It takes time. Time and energy. I don't get anything out of it. You think Derek H. is sending me a check? You think Scott Rubin's sending me a check? No. They're sending me invoices. Like, you owe us money this month. No, I'm just joking. Thank you for letting us on the network. I apologize for my previous outburst. And I bend the knee to to house all games. And I'm warden of 6 p.m. Fridays. I'm bending the knee. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Tiger Claw is asking if it's a, a 3, 3D, uh, does it have 3D support? I don't think so. And also, uh, fuck 3D. You know, that's a fad. It's, uh, I think that it doesn't make media more enjoyable. I know that I have a 3DS. You don't need glasses for it. So a lot of people... So I don't like 3D in movies. I know I've said this a million times. I don't like 3D in movies because you got to put on these glasses. 
And not only does it create a physical kind of barrier between your eyes and the movie, but it also makes everything darker. You know? So it's annoying. Um, so, uh, you know, with the 3DS, I thought, oh, okay, so there's no... There's no... Uh, you know, glasses. You don't need glasses for the 3DS. But then you run into this other problem where, okay, you don't need glasses, but you have to be at the exact perfect freaking angle to see it. If you shift to the side at all, like your your eyes start to hurt. It's like really weird. So I believe it or not, I play, when I rarely play my 3DS, I play with the 3D completely turned off. So, <sighs> 3D off. I'm not a big fan of 3D. Uh, Tired Cloth, for some reason, they aren't selling 3D TVs for cheap. The only ones at Best Buy cost more than 2000 Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Even the 3D TVs on Amazon cost over 1000 Yeah, it's weird. Uh, you think that it was some kind of a gimmick that they uh, created to artificially increase the price? Who knows? You know, for me, I, I feel like if, if and when I buy a TV, I would love to buy this TV that my friend bought. Ernest has the same TV, and he, he swears by it. He says, like, it's, it's, it's an awesome TV. And uh, what I really like about the TV is that it doesn't overplay its smartness. Um, yeah, it's got like, I think it's got a couple of apps built in like Netflix and whatnot. But, you know, it doesn't go overboard with the whole integration of internet and 3D and blah, blah, blah. Because I feel like anybody with half a brain could buy a Fire Stick or uh, Apple Box, Apple TV Box or uh, Xbox One or PS4, anything. Plug it into the TV and you got, and you're, uh, there you go. You're, what's the saying? Away to the races? You're off to the races. You know, because all these smart boxes make dumb TVs smart. They're the bee's knees, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Leafs and Six, I buy 3D versions of DVDs for the that day I can finally get the TV. LOL. Well, it's a good thing uh, uh, you're just wasting your money. There you go. Who knows, maybe in the future, 3D technology will come so far that it'll be beamed directly into your eyeballs. And, uh, you know, you don't need any glasses, and it's going to be seamless, and you're going to feel like you're there. I guess, actually, that's what VR is, right? I, I would rather have VR than uh, glasses 3D, you know? It's a more immersive uh, experience. Um... And uh, if you're going to, uh, I really want VR. It's, uh, you know, it's all about porn and VR. Um, I have a Samsung Galaxy uh, VR, uh, Gear VR, but it's not the same as the the big, big units like Vive or, um, what's the other one called? Uh, Oculus Rift, because it doesn't take into account rotation, so you can't kind of tilt your head. You can move around, and it kind of works, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I need to see that. I need to see the different angles, if you know what I mean. I need to see it from on top and below, if you know what I mean. But I guess, you know what, those, uh, those videos are not that immersive either. Because it's kind of like, it's still like a flat video, like a 2D video. Like, for real immersion, you have to get one of those special, those special you know, made specifically in Japan, dating sim 3D where you can, you know, actually move around in the environment. You know? You go on dates. Go to the, the, the local, you know, ask the local barista out from the cafe. Go to the movie. 
sit down in your, you know, room. Uh, play Ready Player One is kind of like that. So, you know, you could have like a, let's say you're in a one-bedroom apartment or like a bachelor apartment, and it's really like your life is pretty blah, blah, pretty crappy. You go to work, you come home, and you're in like basically what is like a closet. If you have a VR system, uh, it could really change your, can I say, quality of life, I want to say, because, you know, you look around and you, you're like, oh, there's, I, I live in this shitty closet where the sink is right next to the toilet. I'm eating ramen every day because I made some bad decisions in life, you know, that led me down this road. But then you put on that VR headset and you're immersed and you could, you're like, you know, in a completely different place. You're on the moon now, you know. You're an action superstar. You're running around shooting p- people in the head. You're not you. You're living out, and it's a lot, you know, it's hard to explain to people how immersive it feels. It's not like picking up a controller and, and playing something on, like, a 2D plane on a, on a TV, like a 60-inch TV. Think VR's way more immersive than that. Um, what do you guys think? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm alone. Mm. I was listening to um, an all-game show the other day, and they're talking about Ready Player One. <clears throat> Tired Claw is uh, talking about Ready Player One. The future in reality... Uh, sorry, the future in Ready Player One is plausible feature, is a plausible feature, which I think we're headed. Um, coffin rooms like in China. Damn right, Leafs in Six. Global warming has been happening and VR becoming the thing. What does that mean? People are going to hide away from the real problems of the real world in VR. You're damn right, Tireclaw. You know exactly what's going on. You know exactly what's going on. We're all going to hide our heads in like ostriches. I mean, that's what Ready Player One is. Uh, because so I was listening to an all games uh, 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 show yesterday. Tireclaw, do you know what show was on yesterday that they said was supposed to be live but wasn't? Was it R9 cast? Uh, you can tell I'm a good host on the All Games channel, on the All Games network. I know all the shows and all the hosts. No, I don't. Um, I was listening, and they were talking about Ready Player One, and they kind of like offhandedly mentioned, oh, it's like a VR, it's a game. But it, it goes a lot deeper than that. Like, um, so like the guy that created the VR in there, it's, it's a platform. You know, everybody hooks into this platform with their headsets, and I'm sure that there's a ton of different different headsets, different quality of headsets, different equipment. In Ready Player One, people put on a VR headset and sometimes like a vest and also these haptic gloves, which, you know, in, you know, really brings the um, immersion all the way through. And uh, <clears throat> it's not just a game, though. Like, the Oasis is a platform and, you know, like, people will do their jobs. Like, they, you know, if you have an office job, you'll put on the VR headset and you're at work and you're doing your work. And, uh, you know, you're going, let's say you're in school, you're in college, university, or even high school. You put on your VR head, headset, and you're in, you're in high school. And it's cool because that means that people don't have to physically go to the school. And because none of it is real, um, you can have, like, you know, ginormous classrooms, like with a thousand people or small ones. Or you can have, like, you know, one, one teacher, maybe, I don't know if the, the teachers are AI. Let's say they are. You can have one teacher per 10 students or one teacher per 500 students. And uh, what's cool is like in the novel, 
they set up rules so you can you everybody when you're in school your avatar is standard it's supposed to be what you look like you're not allowed to have a special avatar or you know like i'm sure people have seen the trailer people would be walking around everybody would be looking crazy but they're like no on on school grounds you can't do that stuff so in this world, there's like a planet, a school planet that you go to, and it's full of all these schools, and you go to your school, and you, know, you spend your days there. And then you can go off like there, you know, to a different planet to do jobs, and then different planets. And it's, I think it's instantaneous travel. But, you know, it's just like the real world in that, you know, money does play a role in it. So, you know, if you're rich in the real world, you can pay the system to teleport you to places, and it's like pretty expensive. Or if you want to go to that place, you have to manually get on a ship and stuff. And it's a lot cheaper to do it that way. Um, so, you know, people that are rich in the real world have really good lives in the virtual world as well. Surprise, surprise, right? And uh, I'm not going to go into the details of the book, although I do have a lot of time to kill. Because I looked at the watch and I'm like, oh my God, what time is it? It's only been 25 minutes. And I'm not going to go to the news until later. You know, we're going to pad kind of the second half of the show with news, and I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that Brian Austin comes. Mm. Maybe I should call Brian Austin live on the show. Nah, I feel so bad for, like, bothering that guy every week. Like, if he doesn't want to come, if he doesn't want to come on his own, he shouldn't, shouldn't have to. He's been very dedicated to the show, and I think he deserves some time off. You know, should take three weeks off and go on a golf vacation. Anyways, I'm just going to look through the chat here. Oh. Leafs and Six liking Wall-E, that future as well. Uh, I remember them being fat and sitting in chairs, but I don't remember the VR specifically. remember them just being fat and in chairs and watching shows on their little tiny screens. Tire Claw, thank you. There was no knuckleball or radio yesterday. Looks like there was a DPL after hours. Yeah, I stayed. I tried to stay up for DPL because I... Whenever I get the chance, I always like to listen to DPL live. Uh, Derek H is uh, he's a he's really quick with his wit, and so I love hearing that guy live and interacting with people. And sorry, I just wanted to play something real quick. That's not what I was looking for. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it. This is good radio, right? No friends behind. They don't dance and then they don't dance with her. No friends of mine. Tiger Claw. There we go. Tiger Claw, thank you so much for changing the topic list. I appreciate it as always. I turn off the fan. It's so hot and humid here. I'm sweating. But I don't want the fan noise to show up on the on the stream and the recording. Anyways, yeah, I try to listen to DPL Live whenever I can. I'm a big fan of that show. I should start listening to the other shows, too. We have a lot of competition. I know this show called Fantastic Forum took the number one spot last week. I'm not sure, but it's high up there. I got to listen to it. So it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword because I'll, I can listen to it to kind of you know, scope out the, scope out the, uh, the competition. But then also, I'm also adding listeners. So it like it helps vault them. I, I'm sure one or two listeners isn't gonna make a big deal, or will it? I don't know. I don't want to give the competition any more any more numbers, you know. 
But you know what? I, I love them. Oh. I love everybody here at the All Games community. We have great people in the chat, and we have great hosts. Not that I listen to any other shows. I apologize. I should start. I'll start listening to other shows other than DPL. So I think it didn't after hours DPL, but I had to go to sleep because I wake up early to, to make money driving Uber. Uh, I'm not going to go into my personal problems with Uber and my experiences, uh, but just know that I wake up early and I work hard for very little money. And I have two kids. Uh, we just had a baby two months ago, three months ago, and no money. So good times. Good times. Lots of stress and no money. Anyways, I said I wasn't going to go into that, and I won't. I'm not going to. Tire Claw, uh, I think he's uh, he sent a link. Um, Sansar VR creator beta Second Life. Oh, you know what? Second Life kind of uh, naturally uh, lends itself well to VR because you're so, like, that's a really immersive world that you build on your own. So um, the VR successor to Second Life is now in public beta. Hey, what headset can you use that, that with that tire claw? Is it only Vive and um, an Oculus Rift? Oculus Rift was on sale the other day, uh, or a couple of weeks ago. It was like three forty nine, or no, four hundred or five hundred dollars Canadian. That's super cheap for VR. Uh, I would have jumped on that. You know, even though I don't have any money, I would have pulled out the Mastercard or the Visa and jumped on that. My problem is my rig is not. It's not powerful enough for VR. So if and when I ever jump into VR, uh, I need to get a better computer. Uh, my computer's a couple couple years old. I, You know what? I think I just need to upgrade the video card and some RAM. So right now I have an i7-4700K uh, with um, 16 gigs of RAM, six, 16 gigs of RAM, and a GTX, NVIDIA GTX 750 Ti. If that means anything to anyone. And, excuse me, not powerful enough for VR. Excuse me. So it's not like a sliding scale either. Like, oh, you know what, I'll plug in the VR and maybe I can turn some stuff off and it'll, you know, it'll start working but it might be jittery or whatever. Like, I think it actually just doesn't work. Like, you'll plug it in and it goes, oh, you know, your video card sucks so this isn't going to run. Uh, all right. So, hey, and you know what, uh, AMD... They're announcing new, you know, new CPUs all the time. And in our news today, they, you know, they announced like, you know, their Vega, Vegas or Vega chipset for video cards has come out. So we're gonna talk about that later. Um, Tire Claw says the article mentions HTC Vibe. Spelling here, it's Vibe. Oculus Rift on there. Hey, you guys, pizza or pasta for dinner? Leafs and Six is asking pizza or pasta for dinner. Now, I got to say, if it the pasta is either like pasta with a pesto sauce or pasta with spaghetti sauce with cut-up hot dogs in it, then I would go with the pasta. But if it's just plain pasta with half-assed pasta sauce, then go with the pizza. Does anybody like pineapple on pizza or am I the only crazy person? I love pineapple on pizza. And barbecue chicken. You're making me really hungry. I haven't eaten anything all day. Ugh, I'm so hungry. And now I can't leave. By the way, in more unnecessary news, or things you don't necessarily necessarily need to know, but I'm going to tell you anyways. As soon as, as soon as I press play to have the intro play, uh, I, had to, I had to go to the bathroom. So I don't know if you guys caught it, but I took like the world's fastest piss and then ran back 
and then jumped on that intro. So I'm very proud of myself. And I strained myself. I think I have a hernia now. I strained myself and I felt something pop. Very unhealthy. Is it normal to pee blood? Anyways, um, let's take a look at the chat. Uh, all right, it's a book club show. Okay. Uh, I didn't see the movie like uh, Disney ride. Uh, b- 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 definitely read the book. And, um, uh, you know, it sucks now because if you saw the trailer, then you're in your head, you already know, like, you have someone else's interpretation of what the characters are. Uh, I'm currently reading Dune, uh, the old book from the 70s that was written by Frank Herbert. I keep telling you guys, this is, there's this uh, YouTuber named Comic Book Girl, Comic Book Girl 19 on YouTube, and she has a Dune Club a co- uh, book club every Sunday. Uh, you know, she she gives certain pages to read. There's no chapters in Dune, so she gives certain pages to read, and then you come back and you know you, everybody discusses on Twitch. It's really cool. But uh, my problem is the book is so damn good, I can't put it down. You know, the last time she said read up the ch- read up to page three twenty five. I'm currently at three eighty. So the for the first meeting, I had not read enough of Dune. Like I was. She said, read up to like 60, and I had read up to 40, and I was like, ah, crap. But I still watched it. Like, she doesn't give away a lot of spoilers or whatever. But now I'm like way ahead, and I can't put the thing down. And actually, I'm kind of speeding through it just because I want to be able to uh, watch the movie and the miniseries. And um, right now, I have a certain idea of what they look like based on my own imaginary, imaginariness, imagination. That's the word I'm looking for. And I don't want to ruin that by, you know, Watching someone else's interpretation of it. So, I'm going to watch. Anybody in the chat, have you seen... um, Have you seen uh, the movie or the miniseries? Let me know what you think is the best interpretation of either. Uh, Leafs and Six is asking, uh, how, how, how long does it take to read Dune? Dune is like 900 pages. So, uh, you know, it just depends on how fast you can read, you know? Uh, I think I read, you know, 300-plus pages in a couple of days. And, you know, I read for like an hour or two every day or whatever, you know, whenever I get the chance. Um, but I've started leaving it in the car because uh, I'm waiting. When I'm waiting in between Uber orders, I'll start reading it. Um, and, uh, you know, since I leave it in the car, it forces me not to be able to keep trekking ahead uh, because I, I do kind of, part of me feels like I am ruining uh, the, 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 the discussions that we have on Sundays. With Comic Book Girl 19. I'm ruining it for myself. Am I? No, I'm not. <clears throat> uh, Leafs and Six is saying the pasta has meat sauce. Still. Um, also, you can't read the whole book. Well, I could. And that's what it looks like I'm going to end up doing. It looks like Disney's live-action Aladdin remake has cast Jafar. Who is it? Let me Let me read it. I'm just clicking on the link. The mummy actor Marwan Kanzari to play Jafar. Uh, block the notifications. Why does every site want to notify me? Like, I'm just visiting your stupid site for 10 minutes. No, like 30 seconds just to read one article. I don't need to ever see this, your stupid site after this. Don't tell me that you want to send notifications to my goddamn computer. 
Um, what has this guy been in? Does it say what he's been in? Uh, he's set to break out, blah, 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 murder on the Orient Express, never saw it. it appeared in The Mummy and Ben-Hur. I've never se- I haven't seen either of those. But I gotta tell you something. That sounds like a Middle Eastern name. The dude kind of looks like a Middle Eastern dude. So, uh, slow clap. Uh, why am I doing a slow clap when I have a soundboard? Disney, this is for you. Good job. Mm. Thank you for picking Middle Middle Eastern actors for what is basically a Middle Eastern story, right? And uh, it's okay that the genie's black because at the end of the day, he like Will, uh, Rob Robin Williams is white, but in the in the movie he's blue. So you know the genie is uh, raceless, colorless. He's colorblind. Anyways, there's a theory that Aladdin takes place in the far-flung future, like post-apocalyptic future where everything is desert, which uh, kind of makes sense because the, the genie makes a lot of references, pop culture references, modern pop culture references. So I'd like to think that they live in a post-apocalyptic world. I hope you learn from his mistakes from King Arthur movie. This is Tiger Claw, and not to miss mess this up for Disney. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this, um, because Beauty and the Beast they did like almost shot for shot, exactly like the cartoon. And is that what people really want though? Like, do they want an exact shot for shot remake of the original movies? Tell me something. If anybody's seen Beauty and the Beast. Is it the exact same songs too? And is the songs like are the songs choreographed just like the cartoon? Cause that actually is pretty exciting. I love the songs in Aladdin. Oh. That's right. And uh, and I know that uh, you know we talked about this like a couple of weeks ago, and Brian Austin had some very controversial uh, uh, pickings for his most favorite uh, uh, Disney music. And he's not here to defend himself either, so. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Brian Austin, you don't have good taste in music. I said it. I said it. <clears throat> yeah, Tiger Claw's uh, telling me, like, Tiger Claw's Captain Obvious. Telling me the genie is played by Will Smith. I just said that, dude. I apologize for my outburst. I need you on the show, Tiger Claw. Please don't leave. Last week you weren't here, Tiger Claw, and we really we we missed you, buddy. Missed you. No one was here to change the topic. Even though there's a ton of people in there who I think are able to change it, everybody's like, ah, screw it. Tiger Claw's not around. We're not gonna do it. And I asked, I begged. I bent the knee. I said, Derek H, please change the topic. Nope. Uh, yes, all the same songs plus the made the new songs for Beauty the Beauty movie. But was it choreographed the same too? And my second question is, is the uh, gay dude in the cartoon as well, but not played up as gay? Is is there is there a gay looking character in the cartoon? Because there's definitely one in the movie. Even though I heard that 
not like they do anything gay. I think they hold hands and dance together, which I don't think is like two men holding hands and dancing together. That's not gay. You know? Two guys doing it from behind, like one guy doing another guy from behind, that's gay. When you see that, then you know that's 100% gay. But if I just see like two guys hanging out, holding hands, walking down the street, you can't instantaneously say that that's gay. You know? I think it's a beautiful relationship. Anyways, I think I'm digging a hole for myself. I'm going to exit stage right right now. Um, I wanted to talk also about, still not going to touch that news. I feel like that, that news is sitting there, the paper sitting there, and that's my parachute. That's my golden parachute. When it's time, I'm going to jump off out this plane that's going down. I'm going to pull on my golden parachute and pad the rest of this show. It's going to be great. <clears throat> Leafs and Six, I'm going to I'm going to uh, call you later uh because I want to talk to you about the new uh 3 on 3 NHL mode which is like supposedly now like it's you mentioned it last week and I was like yeah that's cool but you know whatever. But like this week I've been hearing a lot about it, a lot of news, a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's kind of a big deal." You know, it makes the, the hockey very accessible for I'm sorry. I should wait till I finish a sentence or, you know, before I take another swig of energy drink. But it's so addictive. You know what I'm saying? That that taurine, I need that taurine in my in my veins. I need it. I don't know why I played that sound. It was hilarious, though. I don't know why I played that sound. It's not like I, you know, dissed Monster Energy Drink. I dissed them up. What was I talking about? I completely forgot. I distracted myself by taking myself off my own train of thought. I derailed my own train of thought. That's the kind of radio you get here at Popular Gamers. Uh, Just jumping around on random topics. I want to talk about Game of Thrones in a second. But before that, I have some very disturbing news for all the Coke Zero lovers out there. Very, very hard to hear. Coca-Cola, the company, is discontinuing Coke Zero. Yes, I know. It's horrible. Coke Zero is my favorite diet soda. Like, to me, it just tastes like like Coke, but there's no bad stuff except for the aspartame. Cancer-causing aspartame. But no real links to it, anyways. It's kind of like how, you know, people let's say vaccines are bad, cause autism, point to like, like that one guy that did some questionable research who can never really back up what he said. They all point to the same dude. Even though there's tons of other research saying otherwise. No point to that one dude, like from like 10 years ago, who's now discredited too. He was a doctor, and then they were like, they were like, Oh, uh, uh, you know, what you said was not right. And, um, you know, you're no longer a doctor. That's right. That's how you use a sound clip. That's right. That's hilarious, though. That's hilarious, though. Um, I recently, yesterday, I edited. So Brian Austin did, uh, like, Brian Austin versus uh, Battletoads where he uh, took shots every three lives, he took a shot, which at first I thought, you know, because I've seen my boy play Battletoads, and I thought, oh man, he's really good at Battletoads. It's going to take a lot of time before he 
takes a shot. Not really. He died plenty of times. I think within the first hour, he had already taken like 16 shots, and we had to cut him off at like the 47-minute mark. But anyways, it was a three-hour stream, and obviously he did not beat Battletoads. Um, and we and we left the stream up for a little while because it got saved onto YouTube because it was streamed on YouTube and Twitch. And, uh, you know, he said some really questionable things, which I felt like really painted him in a bad light. You know, people shouldn't judge him based on that, but, you know, people are assholes. So um, we took it down, um, and what I did was I went in, I took the video. It was really low, the audio. I had to rejigger the audio to make it louder so you could hear it. And then I took out all the best parts, all the deaths, all the shots, and uh, took three hours of gameplay and, 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 and squished it down to 14 minutes. So that took a while to do that. And then after I did that, uh, there's a lot of swearing, and they decided to bleep the swearing. Not because, you know, like I'm offended by swearing or, you know, I didn't want to offend people. Like, I don't care about that. But I felt like it was way funnier having the the F-words and the shits uh, bleeped out. So uh, if you want, please go and check it out. Uh, Pixelbot. Oh, I thought Pixelbot was listening to what I was saying and um, and just put up the, the link. And I was like, holy smokes, that is really advanced AI. But no, it was Leafs and Six. Thank you, Leafs and Six, for putting that YouTube link in there. Go ahead, check it out. Uh, I was surprised by how many views it has. Uh, because within the first like couple hours, it had like 70 views already. So it doesn't seem like a lot to other people, but for a hermit like me, it's something. Something. We appreciate it, all the views. Uh, I think it's hilarious. It You can see my friend Brian Austin slowly lose his shit, slowly getting more and more drunkards. It's it's beautiful, actually. I think it's it's a symphony for the mind, the body, and the soul. Mm. Oh, that taurine. Anyway, so... Really excited about episode 100. It's coming uh, August 18th. Please mark it down on your calendars. And we're going to do the... We're going we're gonna to stream it to Twitch and YouTube and Mixer. Although, you know what? I don't want to really do it to Mixer. I mean, why... Am I splitting the audience if I'm, and am I doing it to these? Because if if someone out there is like, oh, I'm going to watch it on Mixer. Uh, well, no, I want you to watch it on Twitch to add more Twitch numbers. I want you to watch it on YouTube to add more YouTube numbers. I don't want you to be like the hipster doofus using the only person using Mixer. I'll stream it out to Mixer, too. Anyways, this is on the 18th, 6 p.m. Please join us. Right now, we're doing a lot of planning. I'm very nervous. And I'm not usually nervous. Uh, but the setup, I feel, is becoming so elaborate that so many, there's so, moving, so many moving parts now that there's just more stuff to go wrong, you know? So we got this awesome lighting that I'm going to set up uh, and OBS with overlays and all this different stuff. And uh, just, yeah, really excited. It's going to be awesome, but also a little nerve-wracking. So please join us, twitch.tv forward slash popbillygamers on August 18th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're going to go from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. I'm going to ask if there's like a rerun or anything, maybe we might go a little later. Derek H. is okay with it. I'll ask if we can maybe go for three hours. Or if we don't go for three hours on the stream, all the all-game stream, we might cut it off at two hours, but then we might go longer on the on the YouTube 
channel stream where the it's going to have live video. We're working out all the kinks. Um, got some surprises. Uh, we want to try to do the Brian Bingo. Uh, we want to do some other games. Uh, we want to give out some prizes. I'm going to see if Glenn and Brian are okay uh, with coming in with some Washikong merchandise um, and having that, like hoodies, T-shirts, possibly hats, whatnot. So please come and listen, and uh, maybe you could win something. We don't even know how we're going to do the prizes. I'd like to, you know, do something every 15, 20 minutes. That'd be kind of cool. Give away a couple of things every every so often. To the rest of the PBG crew that's not here, please come early on that day. And uh, you you have any ideas, please let me know. You know, you have anything specific you want to say, please let me know. You have any prizes that you have, you have some extra game codes lying around, I would love to be able to give out some stuff to our audience, dedicated audience members. Uh, prediction, Tire Claw is going to win everything. Tire Claw is going to win everything because not only is he dedicated and he's here, but I kind of want Tire Claw to win everything. No, not you know what? Not everything. Something. I want Tiger Claw to walk away with something for all his dedication. So thank you to everybody for listening and uh, you know giving us a reason to uh, go to a hundred episodes. You know, and hopefully two hundred, and hopefully five hundred, and then I'll just call it quits, or maybe I'll call it quits on one sixty-seven. That's my limit. One sixty-seven, then I'm out. I'm done. No more. No more podcast. Tireclaw saying, I'm telling you, man, Battletoads is a hard game. Yeah, it's a really hard game. It's unapologetically hard. Yeah. Because back in the day, they needed to make games, I don't know, last longer? I don't think that's the reason. I know that, like, in arcades, they needed to make them hard so that you keep putting in coins. But, like, on the home system, like, why not, you know, stroke some kid's ego a little bit? Let Let them feel special by beating the game. You know? My kid... She, I can hear her stomping her feet upstairs. She said, can I come and be on the podcast? And I was like, no, because kids are annoying. I'm going to make noise. And I don't need that crap on the podcast. I don't need your crap on the podcast. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to stomp upstairs. And I'm like, I'll disown you. I'll put you on a timeout. That's the kind of power I have. I'll put you on a timeout for two minutes. Then she tries to put me on a timeout. It doesn't work. I'm bigger than her. Anyways, uh, Leafs and Six, Dancing Girls, A Large Cake, Giveaways, and Steven Seagal on the 100th show. Yes, tune in. We might have special guest Steven Seagal with his big ponytail. Mm. Uh, Um, A show I've been watching recently is Game of Thrones. So, um, can I, should I talk about Game of Thrones? Spoilers? I think a lot of people are watching it. I don't think, uh, I think most people have watched it by now. Some really, supposedly, what should have been really exciting stuff happened <clears throat> with uh, Jon Snow meeting uh, Daenerys, finally. And it was, like, supposed to be a big deal. But I love how the show played it as, like, you know, I think most fans, like, in their head, think that, like, they think too fan fiction-y. Like, they thought that, Jon Snow was going to show up and he's gone through so much shit and Daenerys has gone through so much shit and Tywin, not Tywin, who's the little guy? That little guy, the dwarf guy. 
I'm sorry, I'm bad with names. Oh, this is really gonna... Tyrion Lannister, he's gone through some shit. And so everybody thought, oh, you know, they're all gonna meet up at Dragonstone and hug. And they're gonna start a campfire and tell scary stories. And roast marshmallows. And it's gonna be so great. But no, it's like, kind of realistic. You know, they don't trust each other. So, you know, Jon Snow shows up and he's like, hey... Uh, well, first of all, Daenerys is like, hey, you need to bend the knee. And uh, Jon Snow showed up with, like, they had to give up all the weapons and gave up the boat, so he walked in. And if this was, like, if this was, like, uh, Cersei, they'd be dead. Like, even before they got through the front door, they'd be dead. But, uh, you know, she has, Daenerys has more of a sense of honor. Although I feel like they might be setting her up to become uh, the the big bad guy here at the end. I don't know. She does some stuff that negates it, though. So, you know, they come together and she's like, bend the knee because your ancestors promised that they would bend the knee to my ancestors. And Jon Snow's like, I'm a bastard, so I don't really have to do that. Like, why should why should I have to bend the knee but get no benefits? He doesn't get any benefits of the name Stark. Like, people don't see him as a Stark. He had to, like, work his ass off to uh, get to where he is and become king of the north. So he's like, I'm not going to bend the knee. But we need your help. And these crazy zombies coming, White Walkers. We need some dragon glass. We need your help. So right away, they don't believe her, which I think is ridiculous. Daenerys is like, White Walkers? That sounds ridiculous. As she looks out the window at three full-grown dragons. She's like, White Walkers? Come on, dude. That stuff isn't real. I don't believe you. That stuff is... That sounds too stupid. Anyways... By the way, it's weird that she named the dragon uh, uh, Viserys, like her brother, who was really like an asshole. Like, why would you, you know, it's like a rape victim naming their dog after their rapist. I mean, it didn't go that far, you know, like he didn't rape her, but like psychologically and socially, like he he sold her to the Dothraki. And that dude raped her. So I guess it's... Yeah, like, he treated her like crap. So why would you name one of your dragons after? Anyways, she named one of the dragons after her brother, but then named one of the dragons after her brother? Uh, Rhaegar, who is Jon Snow's dad. So I kind of feel like maybe somehow the dragon Rhaegar, uh, Jon Snow's going to ride Rhaegar. That's, is Rhaegar the main, the the, the biggest of the dragon? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Big fan of the show. I don't know anything about the dragons. Anyways, so uh, Euron shows up at King's Lang- Landing, and uh, he's parading the Sand Snakes and... Uh, uh, um, what's her face? Um, uh, Greyjoy's sister parading in through the streets. And everybody's, like, clapping and, like, hollering and hooting. And I was like, does this seem real too? Like, if I was a poor guy living in King's Landing and, you know, some of my relatives were, you know, killed in the explosion of the sept that just got exploded by the crazy new queen of King's Landing, I'd be pretty upset. Like, I'd, I wouldn't even want to come out of my hovel. I'd be just too scared that some random shit's going to happen. Like, when you see the sept explode... You know, there's a lot of collateral damage. Like, three people die just from the bell landing on them. Like, imagine if that was your loved one. How would you feel about the queen then? Would you be, like, clapping? Like, oh, I'm so glad taxes are high, but we got 
We got Euron Greyjoy coming through with our enemies that, you know, battling so far away that I've never seen a battle. I didn't see the battle, but I'll come out and clap. This is where I really should be using the sound bites, by the way. You know. This is the King Landing. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm ignoring the chat, by the way. I'm sorry. Well, Walking Dead wasn't the first to show a CGI tiger. Uh, that would be Life of Pi. You know what? I'm way behind in the chat. So, And also, no, no Walking Dead spoilers. I haven't caught up. Don't do any Walking Dead spoilers, please. Thank you. I can't watch that show. I'm behind by three seasons. The reason I can't watch that show is too depressing. Nothing good ever happens. Like, the whole world's gone shit. And it's not like... It's not like an action summer blockbuster movie where, you know, in the last, like, half an hour, there's going to be some, you know, some ex machina that's going to save everybody. There's no research team actively looking for a cure for the zombies. There's nobody researching it. Like, there's no... There's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no silver lining. Like, this is a world where you don't want to live in. Like, it's... It's it's bad. Like, and I don't know how badly I want to watch, you know, stuff happening in that world. Being a survivor in this world is, like, really, really tough and just a really shitty existence. So, a little too depressing for me. I'm, like, three seasons behind, and I don't know if I'm going to catch it. Maybe I'll try and force myself to watch it. I don't know. Anyways, let's go back to Game of Thrones. Mm. So, this is episode three. Uh, Cersei... Uh, it's a really vengeful person, and uh, she's pretty bitter. Her daughter was poisoned by the sand snakes, and the way she was poisoned was they kissed her on the lips, and it was like a time release, like an Advil or a Tylenol, time release poison. Kissed her on the lips, and then she got on the boat, and after like a couple of like 15, 20 minutes, she has a heart-to-heart with uh, Jamie, her real father, and she tells her, tells him, and I'm glad you're my father, I'm really proud to be your daughter. And it's at that moment that she starts bleeding from her nose and dies. It was really horrible. Horrible. Uh, and uh, so in this episode, she catches the sand snakes, and she does, like, she does exactly what they did to her, but, like, you know, dial it to 11. Like, really, really went the, the distance. So they chain them up in the, in the dungeon, like, across from each other, and, you know, they can come out so that they're kind of like, if you... If you, like, pull on your chains, you're within a couple of, like, a foot or two feet of each other, you know. And what they did was they gagged both of them, and she kissed the daughter on the lips, and she told the mother, Ilaria, I think is her name? She told her, like, look, your daughter's going to die in the next couple hours. You're going to, not only are you going to watch her die, but then you're also going to see her body decompose. Like, that is some gangster shit. That is some next-level revenge that is some crazy ass, demented, deranged, crazy ass shit. Even for Game of Thrones, like she was like, "Hey, I want the guards to come in here and change the torch every couple of hours because I don't want her to 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 miss a thing, any of the flesh rotting and falling off of her daughter." This is so messed up. And then she was like, "Look, and you can't die of starvation either. If you refuse to eat, we're gonna stuff stuff that stuff down your th- the food down your throat." Part of me wants, mm. so this is what this is the sand snake that had a thing going with Braun. It was probably one of my favorite 
characters on Game of Thrones. She has a thing in the back of my mind. You know, Game of Thrones is not uh, like a like a fairy tale fantasy. You know, happy ending thing. Uh, I learned that quickly when Oberyn was killed. Oh, I was so it sucked. Anyways, she even has a speech like you know Oberyn wouldn't have died if he didn't wasn't gloating over um, the mountain, which I don't think he was gloating. He was just he wanted him to admit that you know his crimes. And she was like, look, if he had just walked away, the, the mountain would have died. Because the Sand Snakes, and most people from Dorne, their weapons have poison on them. So, you know, if you don't get a killing blow, just a couple of jabs and the poison's in the system and you've pretty much won, right? So he had, he had jabbed him in the, in the sides a couple of times. So he had delivered enough poison to kill the mountain. But he wanted him to admit to his, uh, you know, his crimes and that was his downfall because the mountain got the advantage and then crushed his skull. That was pretty horrible because I loved Oberyn. Oberyn was like, you know, what's what's the what's a bro version? What's a male version of a slut? Like a like a stud. I can't say that he was a stud either. Like Oberyn got around is what I'm trying to say. You know, he didn't spend a lot of time with like Noble-born. He was like in. He spent most of his on-screen time in Game of Thrones and brothels. You know, he was living the life that all of us wish we could, but because of social conventions, we can't, you know, because that stuff is frowned upon, you know, I, I wish, I wish we all had the same courage that Oberyn had to live his life, regardless of what people thought. And that's what I I think most people should do, but we don't because we're so worried about what other people think, you know, we're so caught up in our own heads, thinking the worst of people, you know. All these imagined slights. Someone says something to you or about something else or says something in, in passing and you just take it the wrong way. You, know, you think the worst of this person. Or maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm like, that's, that's who I am. I think the worst of people. You know, if like I call someone up and I ask for help and they're like, oh, sorry, I can't do it because, and they have a really good reason, I automatically think the worst of that person. And I think that they're doing this personally to, against me. This is a crime against me, damn it. Fuck that person. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so she chains him up and then she leaves. And that's some gangster shit right there. Uh, she kind of promised Euron that she would marry him after the war is won. Which, dude, she broke. She blew up the sept. She's doing all this weird stuff for revenge. Can you really trust what she has to say? Anyways, I just think it's. I don't think I don't see that happening, and I think uh, Euron is kind of like a gullible idiot if he thinks that's that's going to go through. But anyways, so Cersei sets up there's revenge in the dungeon, and I guess it gets her hot and bothered because the next thing she does is go and have some uh, alone time with Jamie. Have some some they 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 partake partake in some uh, incest. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I was thinking of, like, a, a tiptoey way to say sex between brother and sister. It's incest. I don't know how else to say it. I'm sorry. And they don't even hide it. Like, the next morning, the maid comes to give her some, like, she's like, oh, that dude, the banker from Bravos is here. And she sees Jamie lying there. And Jamie's got this, like, embarrassed look on his face. Because Jamie still wants to be all proper. But, like, you know, Cersei doesn't give a shit anymore. 
So she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take the meeting. Please have the the uh, my incestuous sheets changed, please. With all the incest. Do you see them over there? With the incest. Anyways, go and change the sheets. He's like, all right, fine. Tired Claw, this is why I don't watch Game of Thrones. The show is too violent and gory. There's no male equivalent for the word slut. I think stud. Man whore is really good. Leafs and six for the win. Leafs and dictionary. Leafs and thesaurus. Man whore is perfect. You know? Because I think, you know, when you call someone, uh, when you call a girl a slut, it has too many negative connotations. And when you call a guy a stud, it's not enough negative connotations. So I can't, they're not equal to each other. So you need a word that has equal negative connotations. Or you need another word for slut that doesn't have the same negative connotation. So let's let's do this. Okay? Slut equals man whore. Because I feel man whore has the same negative connotations. Now we just need to come up with a word, a female equivalent for stud. I can't think of anything. If anybody in the chat comes up with a female equivalent for stud, something with positive connotations for having a lot of sex, please let me know. So, Cersei has this meeting with the banker. And uh, people don't know this unless you're like really into Icon Boy. Do you consider yourself a stud? No, I don't. I don't. Trust me, Tyron Claw, if you saw me, you'd be like, no, this guy's not a stud. He's the furthest friend thing from a stud. Um, <clears throat> if I lost like 80 pounds, maybe I could get into the ballpark of being a stud. But I'm also married, so and I'm I'm happily married to the woman of my dreams. I love I love this woman. I can the all other women pale in comparison to her. So I always feel like if uh, first of all you should never cheat on a partner in a relationship or if you're married, like that's horrible, horrible thing to do. It, and you know if you get married, you're in it for life. And yes, people have reasons for divorce. Mostly, it's like they didn't spend enough time together initially. Uh, where they know each other's ins and outs, so when they're like really in the thick of things, and and tr- certain truths come out, then I understand. Yes, you know, I mean, you should always work at a marriage, you know, unless like you know, there's like domestic violence or something. Then like get out. But if you have kids, I think you owe it to your kids to work on it too. You know, uh, I'm not gonna go into my background, but. Um, you know, yeah, I think a relationship is easier to walk away from. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, don't cheat on your significant other. Like, if you feel like, if you're in a relationship and, you know, you are in a place where you can walk away from it, just let them know, like, look, I'm not 100% into this. What, how much are you going to pay me to stay in this relationship? You put something on the table and I'll stay. My top three choices, Disneyland tickets, a new MacBook Pro, an iPhone 7. No, I don't want an iPhone. Forget that. Yeah, why not? It'll go good with the MacBook Pro. Put those on the table and I'll stay in this and I'll stay in this godless loveless relationship. Tiger Claw comes up with Vixen. That's beautiful. Stud. Male equivalent. Female equivalent of stud is Vixen. Beautiful. Good job. Tiger Claw. Jeez. You're on the ball. Tiger Claw. According to Google. Why did you say according to Google? You just gave away all your power. You just gave away your flower. All your power. It's a really bad callback joke to Friends, like season four, Friends, if anybody watches it. You gave away your power. Gave away your flower. 
Um, let's see. In this day and age, it's uh, much easier to give up on relationships. Absolutely. But uh, you know what? I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I feel like, but I feel like if you're in a marriage, you should try and work harder at it. But if you're in a relationship, I think that's something you can walk away from. Not only that, but, you know, if you're in a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, and you break up and you get back together, it's never the same. So, because you've already shown that you can break up once. So that relationship is never the same, is never as strong. You might as well just walk away. Although I know a couple of people, just my own personal life friends, who walked away from relationships and have regretted it. Because, you know, they make a lot of demands. You know, like, in, you know, the dude's been in school for a while. You know, he's driving around a shitbox. Uh, he uh, works at a department store. He's not in, you know, the career that he wanted to be. And they've been together for a number of years. And the girl just puts down the gauntlet. She's like, look, I don't, ha- I don't like where you are in life. And I, d- and I want to get married soon. So instead of, you know, pulling this guy up and saying, I stuck with you this long. You know, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we both meet our life goals together. No, she dropped him. And guess what? Like, I think a year after that, six months after that, I'm getting a call from a 1-800 number, which I'm not going to pick up. Tiger Claw. Damn it, Tiger Claw. That thing is going to... Every time I get a call and I reject it, it's going to play a Tiger Claw noise. Uh, like six months after they broke up, I'm not going to say any names, but he was in a way better place. Brand new car, luxury car, starting up a really, really great career. You know, money's coming in. What do you call a girl that uh, is in it for the, just the money? It's called a gold digger, right? Is that it? I don't know. Anyways. <clears throat> um, Cersei has this meeting with uh, the banker. And a lot of people don't know, don't know this, but Bravos is uh, across the narrow sea and is part of like the eastern continents. And all those like cities that Daenerys took over, they're all slave cities, right? But Bravos was a city that was created by ex-slaves. They went there and they built the city and this bank and it's like one of the most prosperous places in the world. There's no slavery there, but they're com- they're completely surrounded by slavery city states. I don't know how they get away with that. Maybe it's like they just have so much money they can do it. But uh, Cersei says something interesting. She goes, because they're like, they're in, there's innuendo here saying that, hey, you owe us a lot of money. The Landers owe their money. She says, of course, the Landers always pay their debts. And we want this money back or we're going to go and back Daenerys in this upcoming war. And she's like, stay a fortnight, which I think is two weeks. Is fortnight two weeks? Because I always thought a fortnight is four days, but I could be wrong. She's like, stay up four night as my guest, and I will pay back all my debts. And I was like, what the? F-? You know, those debts go all the way back to Tywin. Like, that's a lot of debt. I, I don't know, like, you know, Casterly Rock is at, like, they're broke there. You know, the vault in King's Landing, I'm assuming there's some kind of vault there. I bet it's empty. So I don't know where she's going to get the money to pay back the, the, the iron bank, the iron price. But she's like, stay a while. And, oh, man, they're cooking something upstairs that smells so good. I'm starving, and I can't leave. I can't run upstairs and, and get something to eat. But I, 
and there's nothing downstairs. We have a fridge here that's completely empty. So I'm going to take a swig of this energy drink. So anyways, he goes, I'll stay. But she's like, you know, Daenerys is freeing all these slaves. Don't you have money in slavery? Like, isn't the... She goes, she says specifically, oh, because of Daenerys, the slave trade has been on a downward spiral. And the guy from the Bank of Bravo says, yes, the slave trade has been on a downward spiral. Notice he doesn't say our slave trade. He's talking about the slave trade in general. Right, because I always thought that it's it's weird, like that they're talking about the slave trade, but there's no slavery in Bravos. So it just shows that Cersei and Tywin says this in an earlier season. He says he says to Cersei, "I don't like Cersei." Always complained to Tywin that he never took her seriously, and he goes and he said something along the lines of, "I didn't, I did not take you seriously because you're a female. I didn't take you seriously because you think you're smarter than you actually are." And you can see a lot of the errors that she makes, small errors here and there, just in the way that she talks to people, right? And, you know, like the banker from uh, Bravos is, you know, he placates her with, like, nice words and gestures, but they're all hollow, right? Because they have alternative, ulterior motives for everything. So, you know, he stays, and then we switch over to a scene, uh, a siege, uh, where uh, the... um, Daenerys' army of uh, penisless men, what are they called again? The Unsullied, uh, are storming Castle Little Rock, which is like the, the seat of House Lannister. And, you know, at first, like, they show them trying to scale the walls and being, like, getting their asses kicked. Like, there's so many that die. And then, you know, it just turns out to be, like, because... Uh, Tyrion is like na- narrating this and he's like oh if you attack the walls and this is going to happen blah 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 and then um, and then he's like oh you know well my father put me in charge of the sewers so I made the sewer system and then they, the actual real plan the real thing that happened was the Unsullied came through the sewers and kicked their asses but it turns out that they won really quickly and really easily and the reason for that is the majority of the Lannister army is not even there. By the way, the Lannister army has the most badass armor and uniforms I've ever seen. Their sigil is a, is a lion. I think it's a badass sigil too. Um, turns out that Jaime is, is marching the Lannister army on uh, the Reach, on the Vale. Which is the the seat of I forgot the exact name of the place, High Garden, which is the seat of the uh, uh, Olana Tyrell. It's the seat of the Tyrells, who you know the the majority of the Tyrell families was blown up in the Sept. So just uh, Olena, right? So they march on that place. They take it easy. They take it really really quickly, and then you're like, oh shit, the Tyrells are rich. Like they're sitting on a lot of gold. In fact, there's even a scene where it shows the aftermath of the of the battle where the Lannisters are packing up all the gold and getting it ready to take back to King's Landing, which I'm assuming is to pay back the debts to the Iron Bank. Another thing I want to bring up is, I remember in season one when uh, Robert Baratheon rides to Winterfell and, um, you know, 
I remember him showing up at Winterfell and them saying something along the lines of, oh, you must be really tired. Why don't you go have a rest? You've been riding for a month. It takes a month to get from King's Landing to Winterfell. And maybe this is just a long expanse. Maybe it's not as long. It's not as far from King's Landing to Casterly Rock or uh, High Garden. But it just feels like you're, you're still going to be marching for at least a week, right? Or at least a few days. Like, in the timeline, it's all screwed up. It seems like everything's happening in a couple of hours. So, I don't know. I think that, you know, they don't have that many episodes. And and also, they take over the Reach really quickly. Like, they've got at least... they In Highgarden, they should have some kind of standing army. Even though... Oh, I got Brian Austin calling in. Let's hear what he has to say. Hello? Yes, sir, Roger. I Bri- apologize for actually... Brian Austin, it's okay. You're live. You're live on the show right now. Oh, really? So please don't swear. No, I'm not going to swear. No, no, no. I'm just that we're doing a uh, doing some background work here. So you're you're still doing work? Oh, well, doing background work. We're doing a show. Oh, okay. A show called Uh Brian oh. Austin does some work on the side as an extra. Very, very exciting yeah. uh, life that so, he leads. So, yeah. So. <laughs> That's okay, man. That's okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're about to break for lunch. I was like, shoot, I have to leave my phone because we're having some phones on the set and stuff. So talking very like low. But yeah, man, I get to play a Mexican prisoner. So look out for that show. Yeah, because you look like a Mexican. Yeah. And tomorrow I get to play. Said a, no one the, ever. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow I get to tomorrow I get to play a a Middle Eastern terrorist in a movie. That's more like it. Although you don't look like a Middle Eastern terrorist either. Apparently I do because I'm doing that tomorrow night. Sorry, this man. I gotta get out of here. It's just real No, no one's here. I'm doing the show by myself today. Oh my god! What the heck? I know. I've, I'm surprised I've been able to fill this much radio, an hour and eighteen <sighs> minutes so far by myself. Oh, I've been talking about uh, Game of Thrones. In fact, I've been talking scene by scene about the last episode. So yeah, yeah really analyzing. Am I analyzing? No, I'm just talking about what it is. What it is. Anyways, don't worry about us. Make sure you come early for episode 100, though, August 18th, okay? Oh, nice. That's Glenn's birthday. I know, yeah. Uh, Glenn's birthday, we're going to celebrate. You're going to have cake. We're going to celebrate with party hats. Hey, this week was my birthday. That's why I kind of wanted to show up because it was my birthday this week. Yeah, well, you did. So there you go. Well, anyways. Next time, good. I gotta run. Hey, did anybody give you any you? Uh, any birthday presents for your birthday? How many birthday? What do I have? Twelve, kid. My best birthday present is not remembering it's my birthday and remembering how old I am. <laughs> well, you're a kid at heart, my friend. So, yeah. anyways, we gotta run. I'll talk to you later. All right, see ya, buddy. Yeah, is yeah. broken sanctum? <laughs> is broken sanctum in the chat? I don't think so. Oh, crap. He's no, he's not, right he's not there. He's not there. All right, cool. All right, I got to run. All right, man. Okay, Bye. Brian Austin. Tiger Claw. Uh, that's going to, like I said, every time I do something on my phone, it's going to play back something. So it's going to play back Tiger Claw. Uh, well, he is such a big part of the show. Let's take a look at the, the, the chat real quick. Uh, you got that dad bot. 
close uh, the closes uh, term for female. Oh, we already did that. We already looked over that. MXT, come on, mom. Let's go to Radio Shack. Said no one ever. That's right. But you know, it's one of those things where you don't miss it until it's gone. Like the other day, I was like, you know, I need to go and buy something. And it was late at night. It wasn't even that late, but I was like, oh, I need to go buy something for a department store. And uh, I went to Walmart. They didn't have it. And then I walked out of Walmart, and I was literally like, there's no other place to go because Walmart, ki- Walmart, Walmart killed everything. There's no. We, we live in Canada, by the way. Walmart killed Zellers. Walmart killed Sears. Eaton's, Eaton's. The Bay. I guess the Bay's still around, but like Kmart? Byway, consumers distributing, everything's dead. I can't blame consumers distributing uh, their death on Walmart because it, they died way before. Uh, but you know, I'm going to anyways. I'm going to anyways. Is Brian Austin undercover right now? Uh, I think so. I don't know what the show is called. Uh, maybe you can tell us next week. Leafs and Six, unlike America, everything in Canada has closed down. That's right. We even lost Target. That, that was the other big one. Why did we lose Target? I think I know why. I don't know how it is in the States with Target. But over here, it felt like Target was... They spent so much money on their stores and how they looked, but everything was priced way higher than Walmart. The actual merchandise was way more expensive. But I like that place. It had a lot of variety. And it felt a little special, like, oh, something that we didn't have here that was only in the States, and, you know, whenever we made our trips to the States, me and Anthony, we go every October. Fingers crossed. I hope he comes back in time so we can go again, because I love our trips. Make a whole day of it. You know, we go, you know, 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning, we get there, we eat breakfast, then we hit the outlet malls. I stand around, because I don't have any money, I stand around and watch him try on different, um, you know, jackets and outfits. Like any good partner. And then I look for a Wi-Fi. Because I'm not going to... I'm not going to pay... An exorbitant, exorbitant amount of money... To get data down there. So I look for Wi-Fi spots. We go to the Applebee's. It happens like this every time. We don't actually go in. When we do go in... We go to the waiting area. And they go... Oh, is it two? And then we're like... We don't actually want to eat at Applebee's. So we're like... Oh, we're just waiting for people. And while we're... And while we're quote-unquote waiting for people... We use their we use their Wi-Fi to call home on Skype, or just to look at like, oh, I saw this product. Anthony usually is like, oh, I saw a product. Let's look at some reviews before I buy it. We go there. We go to Galleria Mall. This happens every time. We've gone on several trips there. This is exactly how it plays out. Go to the outlet mall. Then we go to the Galleria. We go over this bridge where there's a toll. We go to Galleria. We go into Cheesecake Factory. We see the line up in the Cheesecake Factory, and we change our mind. Then we go back in the Cheesecake Factory and get one of those buzzy things. You know, like when your table's ready, it buzzes. Get one of those. We spend some time shopping, and then it buzzes. We go back in the Cheesecake Factory, and they're like, oh, you're here for the table? And we're always like, no, we're changing our mind. And we give the buzzy thing back, and then we, we go home. But before we go home, we go to Mighty Taco. Leafs and Six knows what's going on. He's on the trolley. We go to Mighty Taco, and I order, like, the everything burrito. Like, put everything in it. Because I only come here once in a while. And I'm like, are you sure, sir? 
Because I guess people don't buy all the extras, like the guac and the sour cream and all the extra stuff. I like put it all in there. And they hand me, they take a while. I also get like chips and salsa and cheese and stuff. And they hand me what is equivalent to a small baby. I eat like what is equivalent. It's like huge. But you know, we don't, we eat in the morning and then we don't eat anything until like later around the night. So you get hungry by then. Um, oh, and the things that I pick up in the States, you know, Anthony, uh, you know, he usually picks up some clothing or whatnot, but I always pick up Coke, vanilla Coke Zero, which you can't get here, and I pick up uh, Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles, which I guess you can pick up here, but it tastes weird. It tastes different compared to the one in the States, so that's what I get. Uh, we've I gone to the states a couple times with Leafs and Six. He's a big uh, action figure collector. Uh, we had a Kickstarter video that we did for uh, Washikog, and in it, um, I really give a little tour of his uh, room that has all the action figures in it. And a lot of ways, if you walk into this place, you're like either a guy that's really excited about action figures lives here, or a serial killer. It's one of two things. It can't be anything else. Can't be anything else. I'm jealous of Leafs and Six because he has the original, not in his house, like, you know, with his wife, probably doesn't. I don't know if his wife will let him keep that big battle cruiser. What do you call those big aircraft carriers? Yeah, he has the original G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. I had never seen it up until that point. He invited me over his, I think his parents live very close to him. Went over to their house. I don't know, he had some air in the run. And he's like, oh, come over to my old room. I want to show you something. I walked in. This thing is like eight feet. Eight feet. Maybe I'm exaggerating. It's like six feet. It is huge. Like how, it must have like they must have sold it in pieces. I know that back in the 80s, toys were a lot more elaborate. You know, they didn't really talk down to kids. And they didn't make, you know, people weren't overly con- conscious about safety either. So you had metal transformers that you don't have anymore. And you had these ginormous ass, very detailed G.I. Joe vehicles i had the stealth uh you know the the stealth plane with the shark face on it that was gi joe i had that and i had the cobra tank which i found both at a, at a garage sale for a dollar two dollars each <clears throat> anyways i'm sorry i'm way off topic let's go back to game of thrones because i'm almost done talking about the episode so, uh, they take over the High Garden, and Olena is waiting in, like, their, you know, like, hidey tidy like, you know, rich people. They don't, they don't take part of the battles. They have all these people dying for them outside. They're just sitting in their cozy chairs. Jamie comes in, and he's, like, gives her a glass of wine and puts poison in it, and he's like, look, I'm not gonna, not gonna kill you. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not here to torture you. Drink this poison and then, you know, call it quits. And she's like, is it going to hurt? And he's like, no, no, I made sure it's not going to hurt. She she chugs that thing, that glass of wine, like she's at a frat party. This is not her first time chugging a glass of wine. I'll tell you what. She chugs that down. And uh, Leafs and Six tells me that it's called a Sky Shark, that plane that I had that was a stealth plane. Was it Cobra or was it G.I. Joe? Because... I feel like it was a gray plane, and usually the Cobra's planes either have red lines on them or are completely black. 
Yep, it's huge, and it fits F14 Tomcat perfectly. How many can you fit on that thing? And would it be okay if you allowed me to come over and uh, record something just special for PBJ? Uh, record uh, the aircraft carrier. I'd also love to just show off the room with all the games. I remember once we, uh, you know, my took my wife and my kids over there, and my wife and his wife were in the other room, and the kids were playing and being annoying as usual. And then he took me uh, into his room, and we sat down in front of a tiny CRT TV. He's got tons of games. We sat down and we played two-player co-op NARC. And I thought it was awesome. Had a lot of fun. And I hope that, you know what we should do? We should try and play, yeah, we should play co-op NARC on uh, on the stream. So Leafs and Six, if you can commit, I'd love to do a, next week I would like to do a video, a new segment called Throwback Thursdays. So I understand if it's uh, too short notice for you. My plan is to play Mega Man 3 next week. Should I do it Thursdays or Mondays? We can call it Memory Mondays. Memory Mondays. Is that a good name for a segment like that? Where you play an old game and stream it on Twitch? And then what I like to do is afterwards edit the most important parts together like the the way I did with the Brian video and condense it into like maybe a five or ten minutes. Uh, but also have the full unedited version for people that want to watch it. Uh, hey, by the way, Leafs and Six, do you have a game genie? Because that game is hard. I would like to play, like, let's play honestly for a little while. And then once we get sick of playing honestly, let's uh slide that game genie in there. Get unlimited lives or something. It really, really destroy the game. You know, really own it. Really kill it. Anyways, he's a big collector. I would love to do a special video, you know, where you give a little bit of a tour of your um little co- collector's cave. That's what I like to call it. That would be cool, I think. I get edited to make it look cool. Okay, back to Game of Thrones real quick. Memory Mondays was just created here on all games. There you go. Memory Mondays or Throwback Thursdays? I can't decide. Uh, So she drinks this, and then she does the most gangster thing you can think of. She goes out like a gangster. She looks at Jamie and she's like, I killed I killed Joffrey. Well, the, what she says exactly is like, um, I'm glad that this this poison is not like the poison that killed your son. You know, like all this foam coming out of his mouth, this bile. I don't want to die like that. And she's like, that was not my intention. And I was like, whoa. She just dropped a truth bomb on Jamie. And she's like, it must have been horrible for you to see your son die like that, especially also being a Kingsguard. You know, you had to protect the king, but he was also your son. So it, like, hit you on both fronts. It sucked, right? And she's like, uh, I never saw the poison work. That was my first time seeing it. Uh, and it's pretty gruesome. It's pretty horrible. So she let Jamie know, and she's like, right before she dies, she's like, tell Cersei I wanted her to know. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, I want you to tell Cersei that I wanted her to know. <laughs> That's what I felt like when she dropped that truth bomb. Truth bomb on Jamie. And you know what? It really shows Jamie's growth as a character, the way he reacted. Because I think, like, anybody in that place would have instantly lost their shit. Like, I would have cut her, at least cut her hand off, made her feel some pain. But he kind of, like, grimaces a little bit. 
<clears throat> turns out and leaves because he's not the person he used to be. I think the old Jamie would have like cut her head off right then and there. But he's like, no, I'm in control of my emotions. I'm not the same person I used to be. And he just turns around and he walks out with, I feel like, a lot of dignity. You know? What are you trying to say, Leafs and Six? He's saying, Cobra planes were blue. Cobra, narc, I'm down, nice, own it. Memory Mondays was just created. And he said, nope, all of my, all my old game pros. What does that mean? What does that mean? Nope, just all my old game pros. Use full sentences, please. I, I can, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what you're trying to say. Should I yank out my golden parachute? Should I pull out the news? Should I go to news? I'm going to go to news. <clears throat> First on the on the news agenda, and I wish Ernest was here because he's like our resident Gears of War guy. You know, I'm going to say a bunch of words about Gears of War now, and I have no idea what any of it means. So Gears of War, this comes from news.xbox.com. Gears of War 4 August update brings the action thick and fast with Forge Blitz and Canals. So Forge Blitz is a tighter, faster-paced evolution of the map Forge that builds upon the spirit of the original to create a map filled with new combat experiences. All this action takes place in a sand-swept factory damaged over time by a wild fl wind flare underneath a blazing hot desert sun. So you know what? I just I looked at the word Forge, and I, and I thought, does it mean Forge like in Halo where you get to build stuff? Like you can make your own custom maps, but I guess it has nothing to do with that. Oh, you know what? I forgot to play the news theme. Welcome to the news. Pop Ellie Gamer News. I'm your host and anchor, Icon Boy. Thank you for tuning in. Today's top story, Gears of War 4 gets an August update. Brings the action thick and fast with Forge Blitz and Canals. So I already told you what Blitz was about. <clears throat> Looks like it's some kind of a map with uh, gone are the secondary entrances to control room as well as elbow behind the incinerator, whatever that means. Canals. You never forget your first run to the long shot on canals and the tense 1v1 showdown that follows. Canals returns in Gears of War 4, bringing back the classic triple bridge combat over a shallow canal that was a defining part of the original Gears of War versus experience. Oh, man, something smells so good upstairs. It smells like doubles. If you don't know what doubles is, it's like a. I'm not. I'm not from Trinidad and slash to and slash or Tribago, but it's great food. I imagine, you know, I'm praising it as great food, but for them, I beat. Uh, for them, I bet it's like street meat. I bet it's like a hot dog from a cart. Like for them, it's like ah, it's not a big deal. You should try like you know roti and goat goat stew or whatever ox oxtail. You know, but I think doubles and pilori, oh, so good. It's a couple of places in Toronto. Brian keeps telling me about this place called Drupadies. It's at, why am I even telling you guys this? Most of you don't live in Toronto, but it's at Midland and Ellesmere. And we, we went there like twice and it was closed because we're idiots. Well, one time we were driving there and my wife calls and she's like, can you pick me up from Burger King? Because she took the kids to Burger King to eat veggie burgers. So apparently they have the best veggie burgers at Burger King. I don't know. Anyways, I think KFC has the best veggie burger. Believe it or not, I don't know if that's, you know, I'm throwing it out there, throwing the gauntlet out there. I think KFC has the best veggie burger. Tells me to pick her up. I'm like, of course, 
because I'm a doormat in this relationship that I can't walk away from. I'm just joking. And, um, you know, I would turn around and, you know, I picked them up and I went home. And then the second time we went, it was after we were celebrating, after the podcast, we went with uh, 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 alumni, PBG alumni, Gabriel Nori. And they were like, hey, let's go to Drupal's, eat some doubles. We went there and it's closed. So we went, some, we went for some hukka instead. And a good time was had by all. You can tell that you have really good friends when after the podcast, like you've been talking together for two hours, and after the podcast, you're still like, hey, let's go somewhere and hang out. Because we went for Hukka, and we were like talking the whole time. And then after Hukka, we stood outside the bank at the bank machine to talk for like an hour. And then we're like, let's go have a coffee. And we went to McDonald's. I had my, of course, I had to go to my, I had to have my secret shame. and my Mc, Oreo McFlurry with like five times the amount of Oreo. And I think I got confused by the order, and they put it aside, and I never got my order. I was waiting there for 10 minutes. Finally, I complained to someone. And, you know, I'm, I've had enough retail experience that I have a lot more sympathy or empathy for uh, <clears throat> people that work at McDonald's and other retail places um, that I don't like to complain. I'm one of those people that, like, I feel like they take enough shit from, like, imagine, like, if you have a complaint at McDonald's, like, let's say you're at the cashier and they're a little slow or they put it in a wrong order or whatever, Take two seconds to correct, but you unload on them. Just imagine, like, dude, how long was you were standing there ordering? It took like 30 seconds. The next person comes in, and there's always a lineup. Imagine how many people they have to deal with on a, on a regular basis in an hour. How many people they have to deal with in a span of 10 minutes? I bet the majority of people couldn't even handle that for 10 minutes, let alone an eight hour shift. You know? So get off your high horse. And stop eating McDonald's. It's not healthy, man. It's not healthy. There's no good, no good will come out of eating McDonald's. Anyway, so sat at McDonald's and we talked for hours and hours. That's how you know you have good friends. You can have hours of conversation after having a podcast that had literally hours of conversation. So we went out. Anyways, <clears throat> the rest is Gears of War news. <coughs> Summer is upon us, and we're celebrating in Gears of War 4 versus with an increase to first win of the day credits bonus. Every day in August, your first win of the day is worth 500 credits. Excuse me. An increase from the standard 100 credits. That means an extra 12,400 credits are up for grabs this August if you win one match every day. In addition, the second season of the Gear Pro Circuit is on the way, and we're preparing with escalating ring placement improvements to Dent Diner. Impact, Lift, and Slab, which I imagine are different maps. These improvements were crafted with our pro players at a recent studio playtest. So jump in and check them out for yourself beginning today. So that doesn't mean a lot to me, but I'm sure somewhere out there, Ernest is popping a tent, if you know what I'm saying. That's innuendo for he's having an erection, just thinking of Gears of War. It's a good game. I'm kind of sad that I bought it like on launch and I never finished the storyline. And actually, it was a pretty good storyline. I just feel like, you know, life happens. You know, you want to play through a game. You want to play through a game. I have a lot of people asking me to do more video reviews for the PBG YouTube channel. And to be honest with you, I would love to do something, but I haven't really played a game all the way through to the point where I can really give a good review in a long time. So. You know, as as soon as something like that happens where I have a feeling Assassin's Creed is going to be that next game. If not Destiny 2, which I'm still on the fence about. Ernest Rizal is going to get it. But I got to, like, for me in September, 
Destiny 2 is going to launch, and I'm not, like, I have to go back to school, and I just don't feel like I'm going to have the time for it. So I'm still on the fence about whether or not I should uh, cancel my pre-order. Next on the news, Lawbreakers goes gold for PlayStation 4 Collector's Edition revealed. So Lawbreakers, is uh, uh, the open beta just ended, and we've just been hit with a bit of news. <clears throat> the PlayStation 4 version of the game has gone gold. Such is what we learned from the game's official Twitter feed. So this comes from CogConnected.com, which actually sounds more like a Gears of War website. Which actually makes sense because Cliff Blazinski, he was the like father of Gears of War. <clears throat> so what's next? Well, the game releases very soon. I have to itch my nose, I'm sorry. It may serve as a breath of fresh air to the fans of the FPS genre. Soon, anybody will be able to battle in zero gravity zones where it's constantly raining bullets all for the low price of $29.99 that is actually a great deal uh, <clears throat> if you're completely new to the game know that Lawbreakers is essentially a death match between two groups of eight characters although there are multiple fun modes to the game and there are 16 different characters with a total of eight classes learning is a hands-on affair as you are thrown into the fire literally floating in maps on gunfire you can heal, melee, and rocket launch your way into the fight. Every class plays completely different from the last. If Overwatch and Titanfall had a baby, this would probably be it. Are there like... Titanfall, though, is big giant robots. Does it have giant robots? No, I don't think so, article. You are wrong. In conjunction with the gold announcement, Boss Key, which is like awesome name for a studio, has revealed the Lawbreakers Collector's Edition. For anybody that's... Um, excited about this. Available August 4th. Available August 4th, but the game comes out August 8th. Does that mean the Collector's Edition allows you to play earlier? I think it does. The Collector's Edition will come in limited quantities include the following components. Check this out. This I find is really interesting. So a physical version of the game for PlayStation 4 at $39.99 is the value. And then you also get a digital version, a digital code. PlayStation 4 delivered via email at $29.99. So... Does that mean that you actually get two versions of the game? That's kind of cool. Physical Abaddon's Journal. A journal ripped, ripped from the Lawbreakers game world featuring 50-plus pages containing original fiction art and blank and blank functional journal pages. Oh, that's kind of cool. Reminds me of uh, those old days playing through Metroid and uh, literally taking like graph paper and, and mapping it out. It's a $19.99 value. Which, by the way... I know I've complained about this before, but I don't understand how people get excited for a brand new property, like for like the extras that you get. Like you don't know anything about this world or the characters. I want Jorel's dagger. Like who the hell is Jorel? I mean, I just picked a random name. I know it's Superman's dad, but like just pretend like it doesn't mean anything. Janks. Oh, there's a new game coming out. Janks Revenge. I can't wait to read Janks Journal. Like you don't know anything about this game. Like, who's excited about that dude's journal? Like, who cares? Anyway. Two Lawbreakers Ultra Premium Character Card Packs. Oh, fuck. It's another microtransaction based on card packs. I'm already over it. Stock and foil. One pack for each faction. Law and Breakers. That's kind of cool. So you can play on the Law or you can be the Breakers. $9.99 value. Exclusive vinyl Lawbreakers sticker. I thought it was going to be a figure. <laughs> sticker really brings it down a notch. Set plus a Deadzo sticker and postcard. $4.99 value. 
Premium individually numbered box issued by order of purchase. The boxes. So this sounds like it's mostly digital stuff. Like where's the physical beyond the game and the journal? No vinyl figure, nothing like that. Anyways, so the the most interesting part about this. SG in the chat. I'm streaming Potbelly Gamers on Mixer.com slash SG. Thank you very much, SG. You have an awesome setup. Uh, he's got a serious setup as far as his OBS. He, he uses software called OBS, which is pretty standard, but the way he set it up is brilliant. So within his stream, it looks like, like six TV panels showing you different stuff. I think it's awesome, personally. I wish I had that kind of skill that I could set something like that up. <clears throat> Thank you for supporting us, SG. Uh, tune in. When? When is your, SG? Are you on R Nine Cast? When? Let us know when uh, it gets streamed live, so I can tell people out there listening. Um, here's the interesting part. While we know Lawbreakers is coming to PC and PS4, there's still no word in an Xbox One release. Cliff Blazinski and Bosky have not ruled it out. However, uh, period. Sorry, it's comma. However. But they've pretty much ruled out a Nintendo Switch release. Not that surprised. That thing's underpowered. Export. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Expect more news after the game launches August 8th. It's kind of ironic, and at the same time, not really. That, for the most part, Cliff Wazinski became infamous because of, you know, his work with Epic Games on the Gears of War series, which to this day, you know, I think it's Black Tusk is the studio. So Microsoft has a dedicated studio for making Gears of War games. By the way, any suggestions for... Um, oh, uh, R9Cast, please tune in. SG, R9Cast, Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. I look forward this Sunday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna set to my, set my watch. Okay, Google. Set a reminder for Sunday at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. R9Cast! So on Sunday, it's going to it's gonna remind me to listen to R9Cast. There you go. I look forward to it, SG. So this is ironic because, you know, I would say that Cliff Bozinski became a household name uh, because of uh, Gears of War. You want to come? So my kid is coming. You want to come? Come in? You want to be on the pod podcast? The quality's so low already. It's just me alone. You want to come sit and talk on the mic? Yeah? Come on. No, come on. Come sit. You want to talk on the mic or no? No? Oh, she's going to come join the show. Come sit. And uh, we're going to... What? Come sit over there. Put on a headset. My daughter, her name is Hiba. She's six years old, so forgive her. She's not the greatest uh, radio personality. Sit. Put on the headset. You want to talk on the mic? You okay? She's freaking out. Like, this whole time she's always wanted to be on the podcast. Now I'm giving her an opportunity to shine, and she's freaking out. Go put on the headset. So uh, what I was going to say is Cliff Bozinski uh, became a household name because of Gears of War. And can you hear me through the headset? Yeah, I'm going to turn your mic on. Say hello to everybody. Hello. No, you got to be closer. Come closer to the mic. Yeah, say something. Hello. Can you hear? Can you hear yourself through the mic? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? What were you doing upstairs? Talk like this. You see how I'm holding the mic like this? Yeah, there you go. No, keep... Pull it all the way up. There you go. 
Put it like this. What were you doing upstairs? Um, I like don't this. know. Papers, like this. Hold it like this. There you go. I was watching on the computer. What were you watching? Ryan Turner Reviews. Always. Always. Uh, we have a channel. Uh, my channel on YouTube is uh, Icon Boy. Um, we did, me and my daughter, we did some, really just some silly videos. We had like a play school Play-Doh hairstylist set. I know. What? Uh, we did a... Hold it like this, baby. Hold it like this. I don't always video. Do we did Hold it like this. Um, we did a uh, what's that called? Which video? Uh, we did the play the play doh maker, right? And then we did the ice cream maker, yeah, the chill I was, factor. I was about to say that. Yeah, you did a good job on that video. It's pretty cool, right? What do you want to do? Another video? What should we do a video of? Um, here, hold it like this, buddy. We should do a the Lego, but I don't know how to build it. Yeah, we'll get a Lego set and we will build it no, together. No, uh, I know, I know where the. Uh, Hold Legos? it like this, buddy. Hold it like this. I know where the Legos are. But your Legos are just like random pieces. You know, it's not a set. Let's build a set so we can build it live on the show, and we'll stream it. No, we'll make a video of us making it. No, I don't want to. What I do you want? I'm what? Just what do you want to build? Um, can you try to build this door? Uh, like, like what? Um, right. Uh, like this Lego that Dado bring. Yeah, but we can build random stuff on it. Hey, I got an idea. So we've been playing Overcooked on the Xbox. We can play that, right? Yeah. We'll play it together online. And we will uh, stream it. No. Make a video. What? You don't want to do that? I just, I just want to do it on the podcast to play this. Okay. Well, I think next week people will be here so we won't be able to come on the podcast. Maybe on episode 100 you can come back and give us a review of like uh, what little kids like. Yeah. The latest and greatest in uh, crayons. SG saying, looks like Icon Boy has a new producer. Are you a producer on the show? But I'm un- Icon Boy. You're not Icon Boy. That's me. <laughs> I'm Icon co- Girl. That's right. Your gamer tag is Icon Girl. No, it's not. That's that's Mama's gamer tag, right? No. Yours is Hibbers. Yeah. Well, we have a couple icon of different. Icon Girl. All right, fine. I'm not here to argue with a six-year-old <laughs> on the <a> show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're so silly, Baba. Oh, thank you. I try to be silly, you know. Um, who do you love more, me and Mar- or 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 Mama? Uh, Dado. What the heck? That's I a love you. You love me? That's you're damn right. I'll kick you off my show right now. I'll put you on the timeout. No. Um, I have to go through the news, so let me keep continuing the news, and we have like nine minutes left, so we can just kind of. Uh, Tiger Claw is asking, "How good is she at in video games?" I can tell you right now. We love playing Mario Kart together on the Wii U, right? Yeah. And she's pretty good with that. I don't know how much of that is skill and how much of that is like the elastic kind of... But the Wii U is... It's kind of messed up right now. It's not really working. I'll yeah. try and fix it this weekend. We can play with some Mario Kart. Uh, I really want to play Mario Tennis. Yeah, Mario Tennis is fun too, right? Yeah. Where you become big and then you're... Oh, the, the games on the Wii U are fun, man. Right? Some fun games yeah. on there. But I think we're going to play Overcooked. She really likes playing Overcooked. She's not very good at it. You're not good at Overcooked, right? No. It's very complicated, right? 
Gotta put the burger together. I'm like giving you, I'm like cut the tomatoes and you're not cutting, you're cutting lettuce. I'm like cook the meat and you're like bringing out buns. It's like you're purposely trying to mess me up, man. <laughs> Can what? I stop it? Okay, I'll stop it. Let's play Overcooked today, okay? Um, I want to knock these other news really quick. What? Knock these other two news segments really what? quick. Uh, no, but why don't you go? Go. No? Yeah, because I think someone is calling you. No, they're just talking. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Glass begins filming next month. This is from bloody-disgusting.com. M. Night Shyamalan recently announced that American horror story Sarah Paulson has joined the cast of Glass, his unbreakable sequel that will spin off from his surprise hit Split. Unbreakable's antagonist, Samuel L. Jackson, returns as Elijah Prince slash Mr. Glass, while Bruce Willis reprises his role as the film's hero, David Dunn. Dunn. Anna Taylor-Joy, who escaped Split, uh, also stars as, uh, with James McAvoy, returning as uh, all the Split personalities, which I don't know how they're going to write it so that she returns, because if I was captured by someone crazy, I would run. Am I right? I would run away, and I never want to see that person, right? Right? Are you going to comment and be on the podcast or not? Say something. Do you agree with me? Can we overcooked in the podcast? No, we can't do it right now. Uh, the podcast's almost done. Then we'll play. Uh, with Universal planning to release Glass in theaters January 18, 2019, Jackson revealed to Collider that filming is set to start next month. In the 2000 Unbreakable, Willis's character learns he's a superhero with superhuman strength while Jackson becomes his adversary, Mr. Glass. In Split, McAvoy's multiple personalities include a monster who is now on the loose in the newly invented Shyamalan universe. Glass will bring all these characters together. And by the way, when I say Shyamalan, uh, it's not racist because I'm brown, right? Yes. That's right. It's not racist. Yes. That's right. <clears throat> Here's some big news that you'll really appreciate, Hibbers. Karate Kid TV sequel starring Ralph Mach- Macchio, Macchio and William Z- Zabka, a go at YouTube Red. It's an exclusive by HollywoodReporter.com. Three decades after the Karate Kid original stars Ralph Macchio and William Zabka are heading back to the dojo. The duo are set to reprise their roles as underdog Daniel LaRusso and bully Johnny Lawrence in a 10-episode straight-to-series follow-up called Cobra Kai. Are you done? I'm trying to do the news here. Are you done? Yes! Let me do the news. In a 10-episode straight-to-series follow-up called Cobra Kai for subscription service YouTube Red. The series set to bow in 2018 is set 30 years after the events of the 1984 All-Valley Karate Tournament and revolves around a, a, and, around a down-and-out Johnny who, seeking redemption, reopens the infamous Cobra Kai dojo. It reignites his rivalry with now-successful Daniel, who has been struggling to maintain balance in his life without the guidance of his mentor, Mr. Miyagi. Uh, the late Pat Morita. Yeah, I thought maybe they were going to pull a, a CGI, Mr. Miyagi. What do you think of Mr. Miyagi? He's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, the half-hour comedy... Yeah. Fo- comedy? 
follows the duo, uh, duo addressing demons from their past and presents frustration, present frustrations through what else? Karate. That's that's weird. Hey, Scaponius in the chat. Ow. Hey, this is Scaponius. I got beef with you. You can't come into my stream and stay Ouch. and say that I lost and then just leave without letting me explain. Okay, so I went into one of... So, you know, he's... Uh, Scaponius is big in the mixer all of a sudden. He's like always streaming. Recently, he was playing the Halo RTS, Halo Wars. And I went in there. And Glenn, we had just finished uh, doing a a, a, um, a video. And Hiba's on the, she's on the podcast with me. Do you want to come on the podcast? No? Yeah. My wife walked yeah. in. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're going out live right now. No, it's okay. It's okay. No one else is here. So I'm so hungry, buddy. I'm so hungry. Uh, we can eat afterwards. Uh, my wife just came in, and I was also talking about relationships on the podcast today. Mama, Mama please don't listen. Be in the podcast. Be in the podcast. I was telling them that, um, you know, uh, in a relationship, most people uh, they cheat, right? And that's bad. Never cheat. And also, relationship you can walk away from. Uh, but I never had the urge to do that because I, buried, I married uh, the love of my life, the most beautiful woman in the world. and All women pale in comparison to her. Ouch. All other women are pieces of garbage compared to my wife. She's the most amazing, caring, loving human being that I could ever ask for, the uh, perfect partner in my life, and I love her very much. Baba. She gave me two beautiful children and no males to carry on my name. Thank you very much. Baba. No male heirs. House Raja is going down. After this, there's nobody else to carry on my name. Baba. Uh-huh. I can build a robot. Let's have a robot boy. Yes? She's all for that. What do you want? We got two minutes left, and the show's over. What do you want? You just spit at the microphone. I know. I spit all over the microphone. That's why these guards are here, you know? Um, Sorry. I did all the news. I wanted to talk a little bit about... You? Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, the new Vega architecture for the new video cards, but I'm not even going to bother. It's like a long article, and it's two minutes left. So I'm going to start wrapping up the podcast. Hey, but is there anything that you want to say before we finish the podcast? Yes. What do you want to say? You want to put on the headphones? You can hear her better if you put on the headphones. Can we uh, talk about our podcast? Come, sit. Sit. Uh, who do you love more, me or Mama? Baba. Oh, this. It's a big raccoon in the backyard. Uh, but, you know, the first time I asked, she said Dado. So don't feel too bad. You know what I'm saying? And also, can what was her down? first word? It was Mama, right? Mama. Mama, can we sit down? Leafs and Six, I'm sorry I didn't call you. Glenn's in the chat. I didn't call him. I apologize. We just had, like, so much, so much stuff. It's okay. Like, you can talk into the mic. She doesn't want to. She's so shy. So shy. <clears throat> Hiba, do you have anything to say before we wrap up the podcast? Is there anything we'll that you want to say? Up. He went. To, uh, he saw. I can't say on the podcast. Leaves and sex. Can I tell everybody where you are? I just said that he's on assignment. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't tell. They're away. They're on a trip somewhere. Wink, wink. Yeah. You made butter chicken for who? For Chris and Glenn? So you didn't have any plan? You didn't know they were not coming or coming? 
Did you talk to her? Okay, so this is my wife is like, I made this food for Chris and Glenn, but she didn't make any plans for them to come over. What were they supposed to read your mind? Huh? Oh, you're going to send it to them? Glenn, Chris made butter chicken for your wife. Sorry, my wife, my beautiful wife made brother chicken for your for your wife. But I told her, isn't Chris a vegetarian? She's not going to eat the butter chicken. But you told her you told me that her cravings change after the pregnancy, right? Now she's she doesn't care about animals anymore. She doesn't care about the innocence of animals anymore. Uh Sorry, I just want to get back. So Scoponius came in. Glenn gloated that he beat Scoponius in uh, in NHL or FIFA or something. And I was like, ha-ha, 60 people witnessed your loss. And then I just kind of left, and I didn't get a, give him a chance to rebuttal. And guess what? The podcast is over, so you're not even going to rebuttal n- n- now Baba? either. Oh! Baba? Big up! Okay, we'll have some good stuff for you next week. Bubba. Tell Chris, please. What's up? Can we talk about what I'm going to do? Okay, uh, what? just let us know. Tell. For so, tomorrow. What are you going to do? Tomorrow? Yeah, why don't you give us an idea of your day tomorrow? Um, I'm going to play with the Lego. The, then we're going to make a video of me. Uh, so first, can we please make a video of... Can you please make a video that we're going to the store to to get the anything to make the video? Put the mic like this, buddy. Can you please make anything? Can you please make a video when we're going to? The buddy, why do you like? I tell you to hold it like this, and it slowly goes down. You're like Brian Austin. You're like Uncle Brian. He does the same thing. He holds it like this for three seconds, and as he's talking, it slowly moves away from his mouth like this. Are you okay with putting your personal life on the internet? Is that okay? No. No. Then we shouldn't make a video, right? Just a Lego video. But we're going to go to the candy store tomorrow, I promised her. We're going to go to the candy store. And no, maybe wait, wait. Some other surprises. Maybe we'll go to Toys R Us tomorrow. What? Can we make the video? Yeah, we'll make a video as long as you're okay with, I need you to sign a contract. You're okay with putting your private life on the YouTube. So if anybody wants to watch our videos, youtube.com forward slash icon boy. Icon girl. Uh, yeah, no, that's not a real link. Don't go there. YouTube.com forward slash PopBillyGamersPBG. As always, you can see our views and other previews articles what at PopBillyGamers.com. Uh, you can also see our videos at YouTube.com forward slash PBG, PopBillyGamers, all one word. We've also started a weekly comic book video called Hashtag Pull This Every Wednesday. It gets edited and posted every Wednesday just in, fresh, in, just in time for fresh comics. I'm just showing my wife. That's what I do on Wednesdays when you don't see me all day. I'm editing videos. Uh, if you want to follow us on Pop you can follow Pop Gamers on Facebook. You can follow Anthony somewhere in New Zealand. He's living like a hobo in a car uh, at rail, <laughs> rail underscore grinder. You can follow Glenn on Twitter at Leafson6. You can follow Brian on Twitter at Lenny Cabasso. You can follow me on Twitter at Yasaraja. You can follow Ernest on Twitter at Ruckus. Please visit our friends over at washcon.com. They make cool acting figurines and stuff. We've also started a Patreon page. Like all the cool kids at patreon.com forward slash pbg. Uh, felt like Patreon was a great way to reach out into the dark void and see if anybody reaches back. We would love to invest back into the podcast and videos on YouTube to make Mama them better. Uh, we'd also like, uh, you know, put the money back into production, hosting, and the occasional pizza. Uh, is there anything? Yeah, I know. It's okay. Is there anything you want to say before we're done? Yes. What do you want to say? Can we please just talk about things tomorrow? We already did, buddy. Say bye-bye, everybody. Say bye-bye.
For what? Right now, we're ending the podcast. Say bye-bye. Bye.